Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul-level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Suze Ogden is my guest today for Song of the Soul. She's a gem musically, but I appreciate even more the gift of spiritual wisdom and exploration embedded in her songs. She's journeyed across the physical map from Kentucky to California to Oklahoma, including visits to places like Turkey, Israel, and Russia, but also across the religious map, Baptist to Buddhist. Suze Ogden joins us from her home in Oklahoma. Suze, thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thanks for having me as part of your program, Mark. I'm really excited. You know, you're my first guest from Oklahoma. That's a very special distinction, you know. I like being the first at stuff. That's great. I think you must be old hat at doing interviews and recordings. You've been doing this for quite a few years. How young were you when you started? I think I started about three years old. (laughs) But actually, singing out in public sort of started when I was in college. Everybody got their guitars out and started playing, and it just seemed to be something that I fell into doing and loved. Where did you grow up? Where did you go to college? I grew up on a farm in Meade County, Kentucky, which is about 35 miles southwest of Louisville. And then I went to college at Cumberland Baptist College in Williamsburg, Kentucky, and then went back to Louisville. Went to work in the bar business as a barroom singer for a long time, nightclub singer. <laughs> um, barroom and nightclub, they sound slightly different. One sounds a little more raunchy, and you, maybe you've done both? I have done both. 
I certainly have. I said when people ask me where I've played, I said everywhere, including a Greyhound bus station once when somebody wanted to hear a song. Well, your music covers a pretty good gamut of musical styles, but there's something about you that's kind of different from the regular, I I guess maybe there is no regular (laughs) run-of-the-mill type singer, but religiously, spiritually, you've got a great potluck going on in your life. Talk a little bit about that. I enjoy writing a lot of different kind of music, and that's why I created a company called Angel Tonk, because it's everything from spiritual to honky-tonk music. Talk a little bit about your religious background, too, because that's going to be significant throughout this interview. Angel Tonk, it's kind of foreshadowing, if you will, of your religious mixture. Oh, my religious mixture is, well, I was raised Southern Baptist. I really have a great love for all the teachings that Jesus brought forth. But I'll never forget it in college at one of the, you know, little places that we had to eat there at college. I think they called it the Campus Grill. I'll never forget one day one of the seniors when I was a freshman said, what do you think about God? And it really started making me think. So You know, I've traveled around the world like seven times, so you get to see a lot of different, a different kind of devotion. People have a different way of expressing how they love God. You know, even to when I was in Turkey, we got to see the twirling dervish dance, and it was so incredible. You know, they have their own way of doing worship. So I've just been blessed to have been exposed to so much in my life. Actually, so much of it not only have I been exposed to, but, you know, I I wasn't opposed to spend time with part of it and uh, allow myself to have an understanding, and not in depth, but at least have some idea of where all these people were coming from. But for me, it's always been about music, and that is my absolute basic religion because one thing I found about music it translates the same, I don't care what your religious belief is, what language you speak, it can all be translated, and you can just play music on the street anywhere you go in the world with anyone, because we can all play, because it's an easy, simple language. So that's why I chose music as my basic religion. So let's start off Suze Ogden's Song of the Soul with her first song for today, It's called, Music is My Basic Religion.
Land. Music is My Basic Religion by Suze Ogden, here with us today for Song of the Soul. And by the way, Suze, that album is called The Promise Land, not The Promised Land. You talk about why you chose that name? Uh, because I think we're living in it. I, you know, I have a belief that we live in the promised land. We get to make a decision about do we want to live in the promised land or you know, one of my great teachers told me one time, if you find yourself in hell, just keep walking. I think if you keep walking, you can find the promised land to live in. You know, feel good every day. Enjoy life. Be kind. Be loving. Be peaceful. When you make your music, Suze, do you do it with a group typically when you're out performing? Do you have, you know, a full ensemble around you? From your pictures on your website, I can tell you've got a guitar. But that song, for instance, had a lot of ragtime piano going on in it. Where did it come from? I have the greatest, I call them the front porch band. You know, I have some guys, and I still record in California, in Fountain Valley, California, at Custom Tailored Studios with Keith Taylor. And he got, you know, the guy that plays piano on the recordings, he's worked at Disneyland and just a lot of different places. And he was from Baylor University. And boy, the first time I heard him play, played right to my soul. I loved it. So when we were putting together that song, I said, okay, guys, here's what I want you to do. You know, everything that I write sounds a little country. I don't want this song to be country. I just want it to be really up and happy. And so they ended up making it a ragtime song. I go, cool. And in the song, you talk about trying all the worldly religions, Jewish, Catholic, Baptist, Buddhist, New Thought, and such. A lot of people won't even know what New Thought is. Have you really sampled those? Have you been out and visited, tried them out? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, in my travels in the world, Mark, I've, let's see, where where was I last? Well, I actually went to Jerusalem last. And I got to sing and rare back and sing a cappella. It was an incredible experience just to feel that spirit and, and just allow God to just sing, you know. And sometimes I didn't even play guitar. I just rare back and sang. It was just quite an experience. How is it you get to all these places, Turkey or Israel or wherever? Do you just, you're out hitchhiking or what's this about? You have performance states everywhere? I have traveled with some groups that just do spiritual sojourns, I'd say, and a lot of the people who have sacred days that I've done a lot of retreat work for, Dr. Marcia Sutton, she does quite a bit of traveling, loves to travel and takes groups, and they take me along to sing and be a presence, and it's been really wonderful. And do you get to have that kind of fun, uh, the, like in Music is My Basic Religion? That's a, a terribly fun, upbeat song. Do you get to do that all the time? Are you a serious adult? How much of your music is happy, joyful versus, gee, the world's going to hell in a handbasket? Well, you know what, Mark? I spent so many years singing old country songs about how my relationship didn't work and how I drove a 
old broke down truck and how I never had any money that once I got into studying about that there was a new way to think about religion, that there was a new way to think about God, and that what you thought changed how you lived, I quit singing those old, you know, your cheating heart songs. So most, even songs that I write that are more serious in nature, I think have an uplifting message in them, a more positive message. Well, give us another one of your songs with one of your messages, uh, positive or negative, doesn't matter to me, but we want to hear some more of your music. Where should we go now, Suze? You know what I'd actually like to have you play next is this song. A lot of people have a song about saving planet Earth, and I think that that's a very important thing to make a statement about. So I have a song called Earth Islander. It was written by a friend of mine by the name of Linda Graham and myself. We wrote it together, and I really... I like it, and it's sort of a Caribbean kind of music, so I'd love for you to play that next. Sounds perfect to me, what with Earth Day coming up very shortly. Let's listen to Earth Islanders by Suze Ogden. Islanders by Suze Ogden from her Come Celebrate album. One thing I'll have to say about that, though, Suze, is 
it really doesn't sound very Baptist anymore. I mean, I, I don't know, maybe there are Baptists out on Caribbean. I, I really shouldn't make such broad generalizations. But have you changed a bit from the, from the Baptist upbringing you had? Uh, I think quite a bit so. I love what they taught us growing up in the Baptist church about being loving and being kind being grateful for your neighbor and all of that part of it. But I don't want to live with the shame and the blame and the guilt. And so many people seem to use it to control people. When you get together with a religious or spiritual community now, I can imagine you do that with musical folks you play music with. But is there another spiritual place where you like to go when you want to recharge your batteries? Well, you know what? I still go to, I love the churches that have praise music now. I really enjoy that. I go to United Centers for Spiritual Living. I really love those. I like Unity Church a lot. It's just a few of them that I can think of off the top of my head. I have to ask you again, what was the name? United Centers for, what was the name? United Centers for Spiritual Living. Oh, centers. I thought you said United Sinners for Spiritual Living. No, no. I thought it was a different take on it. They wouldn't appreciate that very well, no, would they? I guess not. We should mention, Suze, before we go on, that you do have about eight recordings out there, maybe more, and your website is suzogden.com. And Suze, spelled S-U-Z, also pronounced sometimes Suzy, ogden.com. And you can, of course, find a link via northernspiritradio.org, my site. Give us some more music. We've, we've now saved the earth. We've got that uh, music is your basic religion. What's up next? What I would really love for you to play next is a song that when I started writing a lot, people would come to me and they say, well, you, write, you need to write about your own experiences. Tell a story. So actually I was playing guitar and singing at the transitional ward in South Coast Medical Hospital in Laguna Beach, California. And I walked into this, you know, sometimes I'd go into a room and people were making their transition or they were doing some healing work so they could go home. And one day I walked into a room and this woman in the room was 91 years old, Mark, and she had fallen off her exercise bike. And I thought, wow, I could learn something from this old gal. Of course, she had white hair at that time. I didn't, but... I just thought she was just incredible if she could be healing up to go home on her exercise bike. So between that and a kid next door, I wrote this next song because it, it tells a lot about, remember I, when we talked before, I said the one thing I loved was the loving kindness that was always given to me as a kid. So that's sort of what this song's about. I sang the other afternoon A singer out on loan Lately my motto's been Half guitar will roam But this day was so different Than any day I'd had before An elderly lady stopped me 
just to open my heart's door. As she began, she told me she would soon be ninety-two, and that she had so much left in life she had to do. She said, "Now I exercise every morning, and I've been writing a new book on the concepts of aging. I feel her so misunderstood." Well, her hair was white as snowflakes, and the light in her eyes drew me closer to her as I began to realize that one day I'd be just like her. So I began to listen close, and this is what she said I've learned in life. Really. You gotta pat someone on the shoulder. You gotta look into their eyes and put a smile upon your face just to help them realize that you really love them and that you really care. It only takes a moment to know the sun. Little kid that lives next door to me, and sometimes he drives me nuts. Hangs around when I'm busy, always asking way too much. Like, uh, can I help you do that? And he'll say, "Suze, where does this thing go?" I bet you I could fix that if you take the time to show. How it fits together. Does it have a moving part? I turn around, yell at him, but his smile just melts my heart. And then I reminisce about the times when I used to be a kid, and how it wasn't the gifts I got. Have a moment. How true it is. 
from The Promised Land by Suze Ogden. There's some beautiful instrumentation in there. Did I pick out, I don't know, an oboe or something in there? What is that? Yeah, the wonderful part was we, in the studio, we brought in a woodwinds quartet, and then we brought in like eight pieces of string instruments and put that all together, and it was really it was really incredible to set in that, and a friend of mine did all the arranging, and it was great. You mentioned that when you wrote that song, you didn't have the white hair, though this 91-year-old woman did. How does it feel to be moving towards the white hair end of life? And you realize you're, you're growing into those shoes. Do you get up on your exercise cycle? Do you do those kind of things? Are you, are you walking in her, her footsteps? Actually, yes, and I am going to a training tonight because I'm going to teach water aerobics. So I'm a crazy old lady just like she was. I think that's why I found her to be so charming. Sometimes it's important to choose the right role models. So I'm going to, I'm going to be 33 for the second time in July. <laughs> How's your math experience, too? I mean, are you good? <laughs> you do those kind of calculations? Yeah, that always works for me. I'd rather be 33 for the second time than to tell people I'm 66, because I never thought I'd live to that age at all. You said you'd been in Oklahoma for just five years. What took you there? Just, you know, a westward tendency or something? I have to correct myself. That was actually an eastward. I think you were in California before. Yes. I had actually been here and served as interim minister in a church here called United Center for Spiritual Living for three months, and I made a lot of great friends and there are a lot of great people here in Oklahoma. Oh, I had this incredible experience. I was out in Billings, Oklahoma this past week because I was up there doing some work. I went in to have lunch at this place, and before I walked out for lunch, I got to talk to this couple and one other older lady. And before I left the restaurant, my lunch was paid for and I'd sold a CD. How good is that? <laughs> Sounds like quite a deal. But people here, people are just... I'd say 98% of the people here in Oklahoma, if you're just nice, they're just nice back. There's a real, a real loving heart here. Wherever you can find love is a good thing. Yes. Well, give us some more of your music for your song at the Soul Sous. Well, you know, I'd love to. You know, I played the song about only have this moment. You just played that one. And one thing that I have really learned is that's really important to take a moment because there's a lot of people don't have anybody to say to them, hey, I'm glad you're in my life today. And when I go around and speak and sing, that's what I always make a point to talk about, that it's really important to notice people are there because a lot of people don't have somebody to notice them. One of my examples is I went to a fast food restaurant and I thanked the guy at the window for being there and or I wouldn't have had dinner for the night. And I ended up getting free curly fries. So you never know just by being nice to somebody how, you know, and you don't do it just for that reason, but you never know what you get for just being nice to people. So I, what I learned is a lot of people don't take time to open up and be nice to one another because they're bashful or they're scared. So that's why I love this song. This song uh, is called Take a Little Love and Pass It On. The wonderful part about this song I got to do on Radio Moscow in Russia. And remember I talked earlier about how music just translates the same in every language. They were like four gypsies playing guitar. I didn't speak Russian and they didn't speak English, but we all played this song together. It was fabulous. <laughs> 
Take a little love and pass it on. Take a little love and pass it on. And before you know it, the world will start to show it. If you take a little love and pass it on. Take a little joy and pass it on. Take a little smile and pass it on. Take a little smile and pass it on. And before you know it, the world will start to show it. If you take a little smile and pass it on. Take a little hug and pass it on. Take a little hug and pass it on. And before you know it, the world will start to show it. If you take a little hug and pass it on. Take a little love and pass it on. And before you know it, the world will start to show it. If you take a little love and pass it on. Take this little song and pass it on. Take this little song and pass it on. And before you know it, the world will start to show it. If you take this little song and pass it on. And before you know it, the world will start to show it. If you take Take a little love, Suze Ogden. I can just see you, Suze, over in Moscow playing that with four gypsies. How wonderful can you get? It was great. It's from Suze Ogden's CD, Come Celebrate. Her website is suzeogden.com. Suze spelled S-U-Z, or pronounced sometimes Susie. Did you grow up as a Susie? How, what was your name over the ages? Actually, it was Susie. But I've noticed that it doesn't matter what I, I introduce myself as Susie because that's what my family introduced me as. But people, when they get to know me, they all call me Suze. So I'm not attached to either pronunciation. But I get the idea that I wouldn't be totally on base if I called you Mary or Gail. As long as you call me. <laughs> <laughs> so you tour around with this group. Do you tour much in the U.S. these days, or is it all overseas? No, I still tour in the United States. I actually took a little break. I was working on a new album that I've just finished called Looking Back. I took some time to finish writing the songs and do that recording. It's my intention this coming year to get back into traveling quite a bit. And what's a good year of touring for you? How many days away from home? What I like to do, because i got to talk, <laughs> I like to go out, leave on a Thursday and uh, fly back on a Monday and at least be home a few days. Obviously, you've fallen in love with Oklahoma made it your home. You've traveled around the world. Any particular spots in the world that particularly grabbed you? Uh, I don't know if they made it into your songs, but that made it into your heart at least? Oh, well, you know, I've just never really been anywhere that I didn't like. 
And that's the truth. Every every place I've ever been has its own kind of beauty. One place I really loved was Turkey. I really loved traveling to Turkey. It seemed like a, a mini-sized United States, and I loved the food and the people. And I loved Russia. The people in Russia were just, they were pretty down home, too. I remember they kept bringing me little pins I, I had on a had a vest that I wore a lot there and they kept bringing me these pins and putting on my on my vest and I I had a young interpreter from Siberia and I asked her one day we were downtown riding the metro you know underneath town and we're going down this long escalator and I asked her I said do I look like an ambassador and she said no you look like an American tourist <laughs> is that a compliment I don't know <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Mark. But I, it was wonderful. I got to go to Tchaikovsky's Museum and, you know, some places that you had heard of all your life that actually Russia was the first place I traveled out of the United States. And I remember getting off the plane and, and just weeping because little kid from Kentucky, I never thought I'd get to go to, of all places, Russia, you know. Yeah, when you grew up, it, that was the evil empire over at the other end of the world, you know, the Iron Curtain and everything. Yeah, because I never left Kentucky till I was 30 years old and took the very first airplane I'd ever been on, sold everything but a guitar and some clothes and went to California. You were quite an adventurer. Is there something in your family background that made you, prepared you to be such an adventurer? I think I think my mom and dad gave us kids a lot of courage to try things. The two of them were not real adventuresome, but I think that they instilled in us a lot of courage to do what we wanted to do, you know. Maybe I'm just a rebel. And maybe you are. Well, give us some more of your rebel music, will you, Suze? Rebel music. Well, I'm going to ask you to play, speaking of being a rebel, I been trying to figure it out you know people ask me well what religion are you you know what is it you believe in and I say I believe in love and God with all my heart and soul and mind but I like to have a cold beer once in a while and I certainly don't want to feel bad about it so between all the things that I have learned about religion this song best describes what I feel like I am now and this was from two incredibly I call it my spiritual mama and papa
Now there's some fine rockin'. That's Baptist Buddhist. I just wanted to say that that was written by Reverend Lloyd Strong and myself. I didn't write that alone, so I wanted to give him credit because he's been such a great spiritual mentor for me. And who is he? Where is he at? He's in California. We did a lot of retreat work together called Sacred Days at sacreddays.org. And we wrote a lot of songs together, but that one in, in particular has been the big highlight that people really like. And a lady come up to me not too long ago when I was playing somewhere, and she came up to the table and says, I'm buying one of your CDs. I'm just glad some old gray-haired lady's still uh, rock and rolling. (laughs) (laughs) I think I mentioned to you earlier, Suze, that I'm Quaker. And, you know, that putting together of the inwardly and the outwardly, the Om Mani Padme Om, which you have in that song, and going inward and finding that, and the outward, Alleluia, praise the Lord, and shaking your hands. Is that really indigenous to you? Is that Do you like to meditate? Do you like to get up there and shake your hands and do that kind of praise music too? Yes, sir, I like it all. I spend some time every morning in meditation and journaling and reading and but I like to, boy, once I get in my car and I turn on my radio, I can really rock out. And I love to sing with some of the, you know, young singers who just rock and roll to God. That's cool. It's just another expression. You know what I mean? Sure. Are there songs of your childhood that you still love singing right now? Yeah, you know what I love to sing? I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. I love that old song. When I'm, uh, and everybody has moments of being down. Sometimes when I'm feeling down, that's when I really get to singing. Sometimes when you get to feeling so good, you're not exactly sure where you're living. And that's where this song came from was a, was a place in, in my life when, well, I think the song best describes probably what I would sit here and try to say for five minutes. So let's just play the song, Mark. We'll play Am I Living in Faith or Doubt? Sue's Ogden. Sometimes when the fog clears past seems more rocky Sometimes when the wind stops I hear things I never heard Sometimes when I'm reaching For greater understanding The bottom seems to drop out of my world And could it be I'm stronger Than I've ever Have I reached the bottom or the top? Am I looking from within or looking from without? Am I living in my faith or doubt? Sometimes the power of love 
seems to be so present And sometimes I'm so full of hate And feel so all alone Sometimes in a moment of fear I fade away Into that old vast darkness of unknown That's a deep one, Suze. Am I living in my faith or doubt? Another gem on her CD, The Promised Land. Her website again is suzeogden.com, and Suze is spelled S-U-Z. 
That's a, a beautiful, deep, reflective one. Is there something specific that sparked that one for you, that brought you to write that one? You know, actually, it was a time when I was really going going through some uh, real soul searching. And I think it most every well, I don't, I can't speak for other people, but it was a time in my life when I wasn't sure I wanted to stay here anymore. And I think that that's where the song. You, you know, sometimes I write these. I am a, a songwriter, Mark, but I'll tell you, sometimes things get written through you that you don't have an understanding for. I remember standing in the Department of Motor Vehicle line once and writing a song called I See God in Everything because the idea came to me and all of a sudden I couldn't write it down fast enough. And that's the first time I knew that there was something greater than me wrote songs through me. You're fortunate to have those experiences. I don't know that everyone has them. I think probably most people do. I'm not sure everyone recognizes them when they have that experience. Uh, Our society does a lot to distract you from those experiences. Maybe it tells you that they're, they're not worth paying attention to. Or look at here, there's a video game to play. Or here's something to go buy. Or here's something to eat that'll distract us. It's fortunate that you take the time to pay attention to those and realize your riches. Yes. I feel really blessed about, you know, one of my first big mentors when I had this, well, I had been in the bar business a very long time, and I remember it was an Easter Sunday in 1985. I went and heard Della Reese speak at a church, and I couldn't tell you what she said nor what she sang, but I can tell you that she changed my life that day. And that's why music became so important for me to get out and to to bring people a positive, uplifting message. And I'll never forget, I told her, I said, you know, Della, and she really helped me a lot when I first started back into writing and playing my own stuff. And I said, I'm just never going to be like you. And she reared back and she laughed and she said, oh, honey, don't be like me. Just be exactly like you. Well, you, Sus, are a lot like you, and that's a great gift. Give us one more song to send us out. You bet. This I was playing in a little church one day, and I was having one of those days of feeling poor, pitiful me, and this woman walked up to me. You know, I, I just I hope that I'm as gracious a little lady as a lot of these women have been in my life. And this woman walked up and said, Susie, why don't you go home today and write down ten things you're thankful for? and get over yourself. And I said, okay, I'll do that. And when I got home, I started writing down the things I was thankful for, and I ended up with this song. We're going to finish off today's Song of the Soul interview with Suze Ogden with her song, The Richest Woman. Her website is suzeogden.com. Thank you so much, for Suze, for joining me, and go blessingly on your way. Oh, Mark, thank you for being kind enough to share my music. Got an angel on my shoulder, got a song in my heart. I get a smile from everyone I meet. There's rolling clouds above my head, golden sun to warm my back, and the green grass growing beneath my feet. I shed my tears of sorrow all the heartaches from the past. Opened up my heart to things anew. And rainbows light the way in front of me 
step I take, God's opened up the heavens. Love is pouring through. I'm the richest woman that ever walked this earth. But what more could I ask than to enjoy this day? See only bright tomorrows. Just remember. Should always be. Love pours out from everywhere as I'm learning how to care. It's giving love away that sets me free. I've opened up my heart to things new. God's was the queen of angel tonk music, Suze Ogden. Her song, I'm the Richest Woman. Find more about Suze on her site, suzeogden.com. That's S-U-Z-O-G-D-E-N.com. Or follow the link from my northernspiritradio.org. And come back next week for some more great music and spiritual questing on Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly. For song of the soul. You can be happy, let in the light, it will heal you, and you can feel you and sing out a song of the soul.